Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 782, recorded live on February 10th, 2024. And here are your hosts, the man who might be still under the weather, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who's most likely got sickness in his future, Andy Lowe. Hi. You have kids. Yes, sickness is always in my future. Right. Like, and, and for what it's worth, I'm pretty sure I got this when I went to play Pathfinder at my friend's house, who has three kids, and the other group that were there to play Pathfinder with me also have a kid. So there was a six-year-old, a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. Yep. So, yes. Yes. I got sick. Daycares and public schools just... Yep. We'll take everybody's germs and then just put them in a big mixer. Yep. Scramble them all together and send them back home with somebody else. I was knocked out earlier this week. Like, I think I slept 80% of Tuesday. Yeah, Kate is currently upstairs in bed. Tuesday? Wednesday. Oh no, Kate's not feeling good? Nope. Megan has got quite the snot boogers. So I'm Uh guessing, you know, Megan gave it to Kate, and now Kate's probably going to give it to me, so me at some point in the future. Or to Isaac. Or to Isaac, yes. And then Isaac to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Uh, that's how it works, right? Yep. Hopefully I don't have it right now, because, man, I did not sleep at all last night. I hear that's great for your immune system, Andy. What, not sleeping? Yeah. That sounds like a fantastic thing to do to yourself when when you're like when there's sickness in your household. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't sleep, but we'll see. Hopefully, I'll crash once this is done. I I really hope so. <laughs> I'm definitely going to crash when I when this is done. I'm nearly crashed right now. <laughs> Ooh, so this should be a high charged, exciting oh, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dave, sick and exhausted at 10.20 p.m. Now you see, I've just been running on caffeine all day, so... Andy, we go to bed! Our health is more important than this. No, it's not. I beg to differ. No, you're probably right, but... <laughs> you're, you're right, but <laughs> we should... We're already here... And we've got a list of topics, and yes. that's, that's true. But there's nothing... We have made no commitment, Andy, other than to ourselves. That's true. We don't have a schedule. We don't have, like, producers. We don't... I don't know that we have, like, fans, honestly. Well, we have some. Yep, some that listened a couple hundred episodes ago. No, no, I, there are people who have still... I do believe are still listening. I don't know. You're the one who's got more of the stats. Yeah, which, by the way, our um, our provider has said that they're changing some stuff coming up in like a month and a half that m- will probably end up crashing the site. Oh, lovely. So I've been looking at it and trying to figure out what I can do. But just as a heads up, the site might like totally crash and just go away in about a month. So we should figure out something else. Yeah. Okay. Well, that should be interesting. Right. Good news, everyone. (laughs) We're moving. (laughs) Won't be the biggest chaos of the year. Uh, Our page views back in 2021, we had like 83 page views a month. Uh, Now we have like three. (laughs) Yeah, I know some people, though, are listening on our uh, RSS feed. So I don't know if that... Uh, That's somewhere else. I got to go find that. (laughs) 
I don't even know. God, where was is that still on FeedBurner? Do we still is FeedBurner still a thing? I don't. I don't. I, why are you asking me? I handle the audio side of things. Figure proxy custom feed feeds burners. Figure proxy RA podcast. That looks like it. Okay, your feeds. Yep. Do I? Do they not give like any stats on that feed anymore? I don't think they give any stats on the feed anymore. Huh. <laughs> so the feed exists. Yep, but FeedBurner itself as a service, like, doesn't do anything. Okay. So, yeah. The feed exists. Part of me wants to know, how how big is this RSS file? It's sizable. <laughs> uh, I can tell you in a sec. Like, the original RSS file? Yeah, because the RSS file has, has every, has the metadata for every episode, right? Yep. Before FeedBurner gets to it, half a meg. Hmm. After FeedBurner gets to it, one bit. That's not right. That's not right at all. No, I'm looking at the actual... 940 kilobytes, so almost a megabyte. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man. This is a lot of text here. Yep. Well, that's interesting. Could just host them all on uh, YouTube or something. We could. We absolutely could. We could just start uploading them episode by episode. Yep. Put them on YouTube. Yep. I I'm not against that. <laughs> I mean, I do that for the Torch Club. People are like, "Is there any like people?" Because there were guests that always show up, and everybody comes shows up, and they're like, "Oh, there's a camera." I'm like, "Yeah, we we post these online." And like, "Oh, where can I see them?" I'm like on YouTube. And it's like, "Oh, how long will that take?" And I'm like, "As soon as we're done." Right. I live stream on YouTube, and then as soon as we're done, I hit a button. You just and it it publishes the episode. And in fact, we could do this as a video podcast. Oh God, no! <laughs> I have a face for radio. <clears throat> okay. Well, I have I have print. a I have a I have a background for I don't know chaos. I would have you to have I, kids. Yes, we I talked know. about this. You have kids. I feel like I would have to be in a different location then. Granted, most of the time I only sit in this chair at my desk. I mean, we, we could also just have like video in the, the loosest sense where it's not actually us, but it's like the, like on a call, right? You have the two sides and you have like the audio waveform. Oh, like it, like, you know, how the newscasters always play 911 calls? Sure. Also, we'd get transcription for free. <laughs> I'm failing to see the downside here, Andy. Yeah. No, I'm also thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just would have to bear. No, because I picked, made sure I picked open source, copyright free music. Mm-hmm. The only, the, the, the one thing is YouTube might flag um, the Christmas music. Because we have the one-ups? Yes. Even though I we got can, verbal permission from. <laughs> reach out to Mustin if that happens. Yeah. Still remember asking, like, hey, can I do this? Of course you can do this, sweet. How do you make sure you have the music? You ask the person who made it. Yeah. Hey, can I play this? Of course, sweet. Meanwhile, that doesn't solve the direct issue that you should be in bed resting. (laughs) I should be in bed resting. Come on. We gotta feel like we're young. Andy, how old are you turning this year, Andy? I'm gonna be turning 40 this year. I'm going to be turning 40 this year. Right. So, hmm. You know, that's, maybe. Yeah, I know. That's one of those things where it's we, like. Maybe we go to bed. It's, it's still kind of crazy, though, that I'm still one of the, once again, one of the youngest people that I work oh, with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> I, again, I know. Which you, I you actually. Work in an industry with a lot of very old people. Yes. And I came from another industry with a lot of very old people. 
which I actually put um, an AM radio topic on here if you want to talk about it. <sighs> All right. I will offer one final time. Okay. I am serious and not just doing this for a bit. It's a funny bit. I'm not doing this for a bit. We can call this if you want to go to bed and get some good sleep. No, I'm good. All right. So what's going on with AM radios? We'll see well, how long my voice holds out. I might at some point just have to stop. <clears throat> um, There was actually this, I, I heard this from multiple news sources that supposedly there was an AM radio station down in Alabama, which had their 200 foot radio tower disappear. <laughs> Poof. It's yes. a magic trick. <clears throat> How do you make a 200 foot tall steel? I assume. Yeah. It's like, cause it's not going to be aluminum. It's got to be magnetic. No, they're, they're steel, stainless steel. So how do you make a 200 foot steel tower disappear with no one noticing? That is the excellent question right now. I mean, it had to be an inside job. Yes. Right? Well, especially since it's an AM tower. Yeah. And AM towers the whole, life. yeah, the whole tower is an antenna. You've, you've told me this, that like yeah. the whole tower is electric. Yeah. With, a, uh, I looked it up. It was, it was a one kilowatt <clears throat> AM station. So that tower has one kilowatt. So if you were to walk up and touch it with your feet on the ground, you're, you're dead. Well, not, is that not dead? No? Uh, one kilowatt. kilowatt is a lot of, I think about how hot a 600 watt bulb gets. Mm-hmm. And like, I get that the tower is not going to get that hot. It's not resistant. But it still has one kilowatt of energy that is looking for a ground. Right. So tell me again how if I, if I walk up and touch that, I'm not dead. Well, it depends on if it, if you have a weak heart condition. It also depends okay. on, you know, where it travels. If it just travels, you know, on your arm, like if you grab it and your muscles, you know, get the clamp. Yeah. And then you're just, you know, constantly getting fed one kilowatt of energy through your body, then yes, you will be toast. There have been people who have died at AM sites. One kilowatt, though, is not a lot. I, have been accidentally zapped by a kilowatt because uh, Holland Holland is, was a one kilowatt AM station, and I had to install the FM antenna on that. Well, I, had, I didn't install the FM antenna on there, but I had to connect the FM antenna up on that one, and I got zapped by it one time. It was not pleasant, but I'm ouch. still here. I'm still alive. Yep. Ouch. Yeah. But yeah, supposedly the the tower uh, basically landscapers went out there on February second, and the tower was gone. It was just like. Really? The tower is gone? But, like, I, I'm thinking about all the, the stuff you had for, like, when there was a silence alert. Yeah. Like, someone had to get notified within 30 seconds of the tower going down. Well, you would think so, unless it was an inside job. Because they, right. they said well, that's, everything... That's why in, I'm saying it had to be an inside job. Yeah, it had to be an inside job. There was... Because, you know, I could, I could go in there, and I could... If I had... If I had three of me... Because I... I have personally completely taken apart an AM radio station before, including yeah, you think taking you do down <laughs> taking down a two hundred foot tower by myself. If well, I had, Andy, you just made it onto the list of suspects. <laughs> yep. Now I've got. Google. It's a good thing we aren't on YouTube. <laughs> yes, you. I, I, <clears throat> I could tell you that, yes, I could take your tower down and be out of there if there was three or four of me and, you know, we came in fully planned. I could probably get 200 foot tower down and out within four hours, five hours tops. But then where do you go with a 200 foot tower? How do you transport a 200 foot tower? 
portable bandsaw. So you make it so it's not a 200-foot tower. Yep. That's what I did. I cut that thing up into uh, six and eight-foot sections. And and if you had enough people, like four of you, you could just do that all on site. Yep. Backed that up there with my little tiny trailer and the, the, the Subaru Outback. Loaded that thing up, strapped it down, took it to the scrap heap, dropped a ch- bunch of that chunks off, and then just... Came back and did it again till both towers were completely gone. Well, the concrete was still there, but yeah, no, it was was pretty easy. But yeah, no, somebody had to know what they were doing because they would have to. Can you get like good money for that steel or something? No, it's just scrap value for the steel. So what the fuck? I don't know. That's well, I do sort of know because looking at the Wikipedia article for the station. Okay, so the station was originally a Christian station, but Christian station stole it, sold it to somebody else in February 2008 for $300,000. And then on September 14th of 2009, the format changed and unable to pay debts and financially insolvent. That company sold the radio station to somebody else for $150,000. Okay. So it's a, it's a one kilowatt AM station. The, the FM is where the real money is on it. So I looking at one of the pictures, which I should probably have seen if I could have find a better article on here. Does CNN have it? Yes, CNN has. There's a link in my article to the CNN article. And the CNN article has a picture of the transmitter shed. And I'm looking at the fenced-in area, and it looks like a mini forest inside the fence where the tower is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing it is not well-maintained. So I'm guessing, which I don't know if this is, you know, true or not, but my gut feeling says that this was the station or the station owner trying to cover up the fact that he didn't have the AM on the air while the FM was playing on the air. Are you not supposed to have the AM on the air? Now, if the AM station is off the air, the FM signal is not supposed to be operating. Ah, so this is some sort of fraud. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's actually a fraud case, but I can't say anything. But this station has not been making money. Well, I'm sure the FCC is going to get involved in this. Yes. Now, this one probably took off a lot bigger than they probably wanted it to. You you don't uh, you don't disappear a 200 foot tall metal tower that is used for broadcast uh, without getting the FCC involved. Yeah. <coughs> and maybe the FAA because they partly regulate those towers, right? Mm, anything under 200 feet doesn't really matter to the FAA unless okay. it's right next to an airport. But there there are rules about that. Like our our the 200 foot tower that I had taken down didn't have to I didn't have to tell anybody about it or anything like that because it was far enough away from the airports but um, some of our AM towers over by Battle Creek were close enough to the Battle Creek airport and the mm. Battle Creek um, National Guard base over there that they had to be lit up and I had to you know notify the FAA if the lights ever went out and all that other fun stuff but yeah anything over 200 feet then you have to bring the FAA into it but 200 feet and under okay but yeah, no, I, I saw that. I'm like, mm, sucks for this guy. But hey, I, I, could, I know exactly how you would do it. And yes, you could do it quite easily. Hopefully the people at the, the FCC are also familiar with this. Yep. So yeah, I just had to bring that up just because that was yeah. fun. 
So whoever did this probably going to get caught. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I looking through these these. Oh, topics, speaking Andy. of the FCC, we talked about this yeah. last week, but the FCC sure. officially voted unanimously to ban all AI generated voices in robocalls. I wonder how uh, how often they vote unanimously. Uh, that one's actually be interesting to look up. Because all the stuff is, they have the sunshine laws, so you, you, you know, you can, all the stuff is posted. Mm-hmm. So somebody somewhere probably has all the votes. I don't want to look through their database in order to find it, because the database for the FCC is ridiculous. But yes, no, they, it was a unanimous vote that uh, AI-generated voices on robocalls will now be illegal. Nice. We'll see. Like, just in time for the, the 2024 election, so that's mm-hmm. actually really good. We'll see how well it holds. That is true, because the FCC is a reactionary agency. Yep. <clears throat> Not to mention, they only govern the U.S. Mm-hmm. If the call is being initiated from outside of the U.S., then do they do they cover that? Can they cover that? Mm-hmm. I don't think... So. Well... You could probably have the carrier, the carriers could block any incoming call from overseas, but that would just be blocking everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, d- I don't know. Probably not. Well, the ones that were up in um, New Hampshire, which kind of started this whole ball rolling, yeah. said that uh, Texas-based Life Corp as the source of the calls for New Hampshire, and uh, the calls were transmitted by another Texas-based company, Lingo Telecom. Who now can no longer do what they did. Yep. So that was another, you know, we were going down that FCC line, so I thought, hey, we can go with that. Yeah. Well, where do you want to go from here? Uh, Flipper Zero. <laughs> I, I have heard of the Flipper Zero. I don't know what it is, though. So it is a small computer okay. with a bunch of antenna. That's basically what it is. It's a small computer with a lot of different antennas and, and input and output. So it has infrared. It has uh, near field. Um, hang on. Let me go find Flipper Zero list of antennas you can also apparently purchase external antennas to add more to it um i don't want external antennas i want to know what's in the device documents it's an open source device so like all the documents are out there uh it has nfc it has i button it has um infrared sub gigahertz it has 125 kilohertz rfid it has a gpio board because it's basically a raspberry pi in there uh, it has U2F and it has apps. Lots and lots of apps. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> what is bad USB? Oh, one Can wire. That's a bad USB device recognized by computers as a human interface device such as a keyboard. Bad USB can change system settings, open backdoors, retrieve data, initiate reverse shells, and do anything that can be achieved with physical access. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Okay, so iButton, that's the uh, that's the old um, zap zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it can emulate iButtons. Boy, this does have a lot. Dang. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's designed for security penetration. Now, it's theoretically designed for security penetration testing, but that, you know, isn't necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lock picking kit is supposed to be used by locksmiths in emergency right. use only. And with the permission of the person who owns the lock and the thing that is locked. Yep. Specifically both. Yes. 
I guess not specifically both, because if like you come and put a lock on my house, that I was is... thinking like governmental agencies. But if you try to come and put like a lock on my house, then yes, a locksmith should take that off. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, here's here's they have the schematics of the damn thing. <clears throat> it's got a lot of antennas. So the country of Canada is announcing that they are pursuing all avenues to ban devices used to steal vehicles by copying the wireless signals from remote keyless entry, such as the Flipper Zero, which yep. that's, that's an oversimplification of things, but huh. I mean, Japan has banned lockpicks. So wait, what do locksmiths do in Japan then? I do not know. Do they have to, like, register the lockpicks? Uh... Japan's law prohibits possession of any lockpicking tools and imposes a penalty of one year imprisonment or a 500,000 yen fine. I'm looking. <clears throat> Allows possession for people who demonstrate a valid and necessary reason. This is generally interpreted only applying to locking key related services. The act of lockpicking itself is not uh, specifically prohibited. Okay, so in Canada, speaking of Canada again, lockpick tools fit in the same category as crowbars or hammers, meaning they are legal to possess, and unless they are used to commit a crime or to show that there was an intent to commit a crime, then they are illegal. Yeah, so Canada's going to try and make Flipper Zero and tools like it illegal. I mean, good luck. You can make it illegal, but like... If someone's trying to steal a car, I, I think the question of legality is already out. Yeah. Are you are you going to I guess this is the argument that that um, Second Amendment folks use about guns. Like if you make it illegal, then people are still going to do bad stuff with it. And the point is like, yeah, but fewer people will have them to do it, like do stuff and it can be better tracked. Um, so I guess there is that of like, yes, ban it. It, it does suck. Like it's a really cool device. Maybe the car companies should um, fix their security. Yeah. Not depend on security from 30 years ago. Yep. They have to have updated security somewhat since then, right? I, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not an InfoSec guy, so. Like, my car knows when my key is inside the car. Yes. That's my, an improvement from 30 years ago. Yes, my car also knows that. Which is kind of annoying, because at one point I tried, because I can disable the key. So whenever, you know, when I went, uh, when we flew down to North Carolina, I disabled my key fob, and then I left it in the car, and then I locked the car. Because there is a um, keypad code button in the trunk of my Outback, mm -hmm. which required uh, a five-digit code of button presses. And then that would automatically unlock all the doors. So then I would just go and re-enable key fob after that. So I, at some point I was like, well, this, you know, disabling and enabling the key fob is a pain in the butt. Yeah. So I thought maybe if I just get one of those like RFID bags, I could just and stick it, it in the bag it. and then it won't think the key's in the car anymore. But no, it still somehow knew the key was in the car. So maybe I just got a yeah. crap bag or... I don't know. I'll just get a small lead box. <laughs> Might be overkill there, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I, or I'll just go in, you know, the couple of times I actually do it, I'll just disable the key fob. Sure. Yeah, Canada so, moving Canada, to yep. Ban the flipper. Okay. <clears throat> cool. So it's 2024, which means job cuts. 
Which is weird, because, like, the economy is growing. There are more jobs now. Like, all the numbers are up. We talked about this last week. Like, all the, the economy numbers are up, including jobs. But, man, it sucks to work in the tech industry. Well, because the numbers are not COVID numbers. True. Everyone hiring work from home. Mm-hmm. Who's of- the next round of restructuring? Oh, who's it going to be? The answer is Cisco. Oh, Cisco. Cisco is huge, first yes. off. Yes, they are. It is an enormous are. company. It is 85,000 people. Jeez. And they said that they are going to start uh, cutting jobs to focus on high growth areas. It had blamed the weakness on its full year revenue and profit forecasts on a slowdown in orders in the first quarter, saying customers are currently focused on installing and implementing products in their environment. Yeah? Like, isn't that what customers do? Well, I, I can tell you for a fact that... Um, my old job, we were starting to look at moving away from the Cisco routers. We weren't the only ones because the Cisco routers for the longest times were the only reliable routers to handle audio over IP multicast. But Cisco started changing their licensing and subscription fees and all the other junk. And it just, it, it, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the hassle. It wasn't worth the headaches. And other, other switches and routers started to basically come up to snuff. Let's see if I can find. Uh, let's see, there's yep. Axia approved Ethernet switches. Oh no, this is the old website because this still has all the Catalyst items on it. God, it's been a while since I've been on this website. Oh yep, there's some Netgears now. Netgears are now on the list. So they still say, yeah, your Cisco Catalyst ones can do with it. But hey, also, look at this Netgear one. This Netgear can handle it fine. I know people who have uh, done, um, <clears throat> oh, the Una, Una, what is, what's the Una one? I don't know. I do not know what you're referring to. Let's see if my Google foo is, is it Unify? Yes, Unify, Ubiquity. Some of the ubiquity switches and routers, people have also gotten those to work. And some of those switches and routers are way cheaper than Cisco's. Cisco's, so, yeah. So I, part of me was thinking just, you know, Cisco tried to squeeze some more money out of the people who have always had Cisco's. <clears throat> and the problem is, is I think that turned away a lot of the smaller companies that are not, are not you know, Fortune 500 companies. And now I feel like Cisco is kind of reaping the, the rewards from what that. they sowed? Yep. <coughs> hmm. But I know, so, the, I know the state is starting to move away from the Cisco ones too, so... Ooh, yep. that's not great for Cisco. Well, they're, uh, it's because Motorola is moving away from them. And Motorola is like the overarching two-way radio group. So it's like, okay, mm. Motorola doesn't like dealing with Cisco. So Motorola is starting to, you know, put plans in for, you know, oh, we're going to test this to make sure, it, you know, it verifies with our equipment. And it's going to be a lot cheaper than having to deal with the Cisco routers. So... I've been starting to uh, see some of that stuff come down the pipe. So I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. So I think that's most of the communication stuff. Flipper Zero, Robocalls, Cisco. Uh, streaming? We can move in. There's a couple streaming topics. Yep. There, there's a new streaming app. Yes. Well, it, there's Apparently. going to be. There's going to be. Yes. Because Disney. Zaslov 
like pipe dream well no disney disney yeah. warner brothers and fox have said that they are planning this fall to basically yeah. put together all of their streaming apps for sports into one app so 85 percent of all u.s sports is basically going to be covered under this new app no no yeah no original content just basically just, just taking yep abc fox tnt tbs true espn fs1 the big 10 network the sec network the acc network so if you want to watch sports this is where you go this is where you're going to want to go for streaming. i wonder if you'll be able to like still see some of these on different platforms <clears throat> like are they going to remove it from the from disney plus Ooh, i don't or know. hulu or do you have to get this well it says people will be able to bundle the sports app with disney owned streaming services disney plus and hulu as well with as well with the mac streaming app the upcoming app will particularly target those outside of the traditional pay tv bundle i have to i have to take a second at that last statement we're going to target people who don't like doing paid tv bundles and target them with a paid tv bundle pretty much i don't want to watch baseball I just want my football games. I don't care about basketball. I just want to watch my football. I don't need the entire thing. Why are we going back to cable? Because it made the company's money. And promoted piracy. Well, the, the kicker is that... Um, <clears throat> An anonymous person familiar with all this claimed to Variety that the app will most likely cost more than twenty to forty dollars per month, but less than Jesus seventy-five to eighty dollars per month. I may as well go back to cable. Yeah, paying fifty dollars per month just for sports. Sports. Like if if I'm a bar, this is this is fine. This is great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Give me three because I can I can put three different TVs on the same thing now. Mm -hmm. If I'm also a bar, I'm going to, like, start investing in a local tech guy who can, like, hook up a bunch of repeaters so that I can set the, like, I have three computers that are the source and I just have a bunch of TVs that are mirroring the same thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, like, god damn. Well, I do have to say it was kind of annoying, like, when I was trying to watch um, heck, Michigan football and other stuff there. It's like, okay, well, this one is on this streaming app, but then, you know, the bowl game was on this other one and the national championships was on this other one. Mm -hmm. Cause the bowls were put on by ESPN, but the national championship was on NBC, <laughs> I think. Um, so we had to like watch it on Peacock. Yeah, it was it was just chaos. Same thing with the Lions game. It was like, okay, well, who's got this football game and who's you know broadcasting this football game? I now have an over-the-air TV antenna set up in our backyard. I took because we canceled Directv, but that the dish was still out there, so I disconnected the dish. I'm like, well, shoot, the coax has already run to the TV. Well, it ran to the the Directv box right below the TV, so I just ran the coax up to the TV, put the antenna on the pole. It's only five feet off the ground, so it's not great, but I still picked up. All of the PBS channels, uh, mm -hmm. ABC and NBC. So I'm thinking if I get another five foot extension, put that up just a little bit higher, I think I can get CBS and Fox as well. So it's like, okay, I've got, you know, the four plus PBS and I think I should be good at that point if I need to actually watch anything over the air. Paramount and Comcast were not contacted for this deal. <laughs> Poor CBS. <laughs> like we give you a Super Bowl every couple of years. Shut up and sit down. 
God, that's tomorrow, isn't it? That is tomorrow. My Super Bowl party uh, kind of failed out because of, you know, sickness. Mm-hmm. But it is tomorrow. No, the kids don't care, so we'll just do something. Like take the kids shopping because everyone will be inside. Yep. Hey, let's go to Costco. We can have pizza for dinner at Costco. Hopefully nobody will be there while the game is going on. Just got to make sure don't go there before the game is on because then everybody is at Costco probably buying, you know, meat and cheese platters and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. <coughs> oh, sorry. Right. <clears throat> what do we got here? So, yeah, so that streaming app is there. Uh, Plex, speaking of streaming, um, is announcing an expansion into movie rentals. Interesting. So Isn't don't flex the personal media server that you can set up so that you can stream to your own stuff. I thought they had other <clears throat> I thought they had like a website that you could stream movies from. I mean, I feel like that's what they're about to start offering. Because I thought, you know, I thought you, it, I thought it was sort of like uh, Google's Chrome TV, where it's like you can basically put all your streaming things together, and it will suggest to you things, and then it, you could also watch things with ads on it. I don't know. But now they're saying that they're going to bring in movie rentals starting at three ninety nine. Yep, three ninety nine. <clears throat> Flex Media Server. Click here to download the Plex Media Server. Features 600 live TV channels, free movies and shows. How is this legal? Or is it all just garbage shows? Well, let's see what shows are. <coughs> Antique Roadshow, Modern Marvels, Top Gear. Oh, the librarians are on Plex. That's where that got moved to. Looks like we got some uh, Farscapes on here. Baywatch is on here, Family Feud. So some new shows, some old shows, it looks like. Okay. <laughs> wow, there's, uh, there's a else? lot of list on here. Still, Sorry, I'm still scrolling through that. Come on back. Yep, I'm back. Come on back. Um, Funimation is ending. Yes, because everything's getting moved over to Crunchyroll. But um, Funimation had some basically digital copies along. You know, you put you buy the physical media, you get a digital code. You can put that in, you get a digital copy of your actual physical content. Mm-hmm. And Funimation, uh, after they were, uh, it was announced that, you know, Sony, they got bought by Sony, they had announced that, okay, you know, we have these digital copies, you know, you can keep streaming these digital copies forever, but there are some restrictions. Well, it turns out now those restrictions are Sony saying no. The restrictions are forever is not forever? Forever is April 2nd. Okay. (laughs) When do we get the riot about, like... Not actually owning? Right. I bought a thing that said I get to use it forever. Like let them download the stuff let them download the libraries or or let someone host it somewhere it was just like the same thing i remember we did i ask somebody i think i asked somebody about steam about that right it's like what happens when steam goes under and i remember correctly the guy's response oh yeah steam's never gonna go under and i'm just like well no that's not the answer to my question i mean he's right yeah how much money did steam make on pal world (laughs) without having to do anything well, there were they were Steam is now a banquet hall. Right. They they are selling access. Yes. <clears throat> but you know, it's like, okay, what happens if Steam goes how many games are in my Steam inventory? Oh, hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. Am I gonna have to go through and make sure that, you know, I have downloaded every single one of those versions? 
before Steam goes belly up. And then, you know, how many of those games are going to try and call back to Steam, which wouldn't be there anymore? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's why we have some of the things we have on DVDs, just because we know that, you know, Disney and other streaming servers may or may not still have them. I, I still buy a lot of my games on physical media, um, in part because I can share my games that way. <laughs> So I bought Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and Laura played it on her Switch and now I'm playing it on mine. Which would, you know, make sense. There was, I now have like a dozen Wii games on physical discs. Because I had them on physical media. And then I went to some of the used game stores in the area, which turns out there's only like two of them around. And Wii discs for like $2. Uh, Well, normally they're around like $4. Okay. $4 or $5. Oh, no. $4. Oh, well, Andy. That's that's for some $4. Lower games. Like Smash Bros. <coughs> was like $25 for the disc for Smash Bros. Yeah. And then, yeah, the the Zelda games, those were up pretty high. Here, one sec. Let me let me show you a blip, blip. Oh, yep. And that's that price has come down yep. because now that game's available on the Switch. No, yep, there I've seen a lot of those. Dokapon Kingdom on the Wii used to be like $180. Now, that said, like fantastic game. Uh highly recommend. If you think that the computer cheats at Mario Party, <laughs> dude, that's nothing compared to Dokapon. Oh god, I spent 30 minutes doing the the star brawl which is that you know the the one you versus the one computer character on the modified mario party board no i don't know because i did not play mario party that much but go ahead so yeah there's there's a version where it's just you versus one computer character and it's a modified board there is one victory condition first person to that victory condition wins hands down Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm the one I was playing was a single line board that was, I think, like 50 spaces long or something like that. You had to have 50 coins at the end. If you didn't have 50 coins at the end, you'd get, you know, your little coin block and then you get sent all the way back to the beginning and you have to do all 50 spaces again. I had 95 coins and every time I'm rolling, I'm hitting like a one or a two. And I'm just, so I'm just like mm-hmm. slowly working my way down there while the computer character is rolling eights and nines, getting all the coins. And I just couldn't figure it out. This is the one thing I can't figure out though. He had, he had the candy to win. He could have, the computer character, if I was the computer character, I could have won. But mm-hmm. for some reason, the computer character decided not to win. And I still haven't figured that part out yet. But it took me like literally 20, 30 minutes of just doing these little tiny rolls just to get down this board one time. It was taunting you. It, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm tempted now. Which which Mario Party do you have? Mario Party 8. That was the first one for the Wii. <clears throat> I would recommend looking to see if there are any resources on speedrunning Mario Party 8. <laughs> Because if there are, then they've deconstructed it to the point where like, yeah, like here's here's all the stuff you need to know. Uh, Here's a spreadsheet that has Mario Party 8 Battle Royale candy odds. I don't know how to read this spreadsheet. I don't know. But yeah. Part of me is also curious about just trying to find uh, trying to find Mario Party 9 because supposedly that just changes everything. Yeah. How hard is it to find? I don't know. I just like I said, there are two used game stores in southwest michigan it looks like yeah but there's a andy there's, there's ebay and then there's, there's a, the internet <laughs> yeah there's then there's the internet 
there's eBay. Like there's there's Facebook Marketplace. Yep. I know. I just trying it one little bit at a time, trying to figure out if Isaac but Isaac's now getting back more into Minecraft, so now the two of us are sitting there Minecrafting. Oh, nice. So. Nice. Uh don't forget there were a bunch of the Lego games for the Wii. Yep. Well the problem with the Lego games is I feel like you need to know the IPs that the Lego games are based off of. Mm. Which I wouldn't, you know, I knew all of them. I played all of them. I think I played a majority of most of the Lego games at the beginning. I think I started moving away when they got to the uh, Marvel superheroes ones. And when did they start up those uh, licensed properties? Started in 2005. Yep, I played... Yeah, I played all of them for, yep, until Lego Marvel Superheroes. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that was right around when I got a full-time job, and then it was kind of hard to play video games. <laughs> but now your kids are finally getting to the point where you can play video games with them, like mm-hmm. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Or Pal World. No, I'm not. Don't I'm play not, Pal World with your no, kids. Don't, not, no, not doing that. So I was like, oh, I could break out the Xbox 360 and I look at the, the Xbox 360 games that I have. And I'm like, mm, nope, not Maybe yet. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Rock Band in the near future? Uh, possibly. I do believe Jamie has the Wii controllers for Rock Band Ooh. up at the cottage. I meant for the 360. Oh, uh, I've got the guitars for Rock Band. That's it. Don't have the drum I, kit. I have the drum kit in for my the 360? Basement. Yeah. <laughs> It's in my basement. Which is funny. You know, I never actually tried out. You know, I don't know if I would be good or bad at the drum kit. Because I've heard from actual percussionists who tried to play the drum kit. And they said, you know, sometimes it works, but then sometimes it just doesn't. And it depends on if you have, like, the mindset in order to to kind of translate everything in your head. I don't know. I guess I'll have to find out. But yeah, no, I think Jamie's got some of the rock band stuff for the Wii. That's why I'm not going too heavy in there because I don't know what Jamie has up there. And I don't even think Jamie remembers what he has up there. Nope. So, you know, once I go up to the cottage and then figure out what's there, then I can kind of figure out, okay, what what else do I want to grab to kind of throw in here? I've also learned there's a lot of crappy games that were put out on the Wii. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All with Nintendo's seal of approval. Yep. It's like Nintendo didn't learn from Atari. I I think they did pretty well. I think they're still doing pretty well. No, they're no they're doing well, but there was there was a lot of third party crap. Yes. There were some good ones. I, I've seen the list and I know that there are good ones out there, but then there's also other ones that I've grabbed going like, oh, this is four bucks, we'll try this one out. It's not good. <laughs> Gee, maybe that's why it's four bucks. Possibly. Well, is there anything else on this list that you want to look at? Other than the fact, well, speaking of video games and other things, Disney yeah. is investing $1.5 billion in Epic Games. Yeah, they're trying to out-meta the metaverse. <sighs> There's a, it's because, like, Epic Games has all the, the licensing that they have for all the different things. And so they're like, what if we made a semi-permanent thing? An open, persistent social universe? They're trying to do Ready Player One. Stop. Just yeah. Stop. 
It's fine. Just it's it's a huge amount of money. They're they're and it's not just like a a like they are purchasing part of Epic Games mm-hmm. with this money. Like this is this is an acquiring type of move. It won't be part of Facebook, but Facebook has a say now in in how Epic Games no Disney functions. Yeah, you that. said Facebook. Disney. I did say Facebook. I meant Disney. Yep. Does it really matter at this point? Well, no. This is kind of funny though because. So Isaac, you know, started watching Minecraft videos and then Minecraft videos led to Roblox videos and Roblox videos led to Fortnite videos. And somehow now he's ended up on One Piece videos, which I don't even know where oh, to cool. start on that. Uh, episode one. Well, yeah, <laughs> this I know. Is where I'd I've, start. Seen, I've seen the list of <coughs> One Piece episodes. And I know there's... A thousand episodes? Yes. And supposedly there's One Piece on Netflix, both real and animated. Yeah, I've actually watched episode one of the live action one, and it's, it's pretty good. But there's also the animated one there, too. But I'm not yeah, sure if that's the actual the animated one, one or yes. that's... Well, so it's One Piece is a manga. Yes. Same. It's the same thing as Dragon Ball, right? Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z were manga that were made into cartoons. Yes. At the same time as being published. So One Piece is a manga. And as that manga is being made, they are making the cartoon. It is being published at the same time. Um, it, it has been going on for a long time. So my question is the one that I can pull up on. Oh, of course, really, Netflix, really, your website starts playing a video. Jeez, thanks, Netflix. That's great. No, I don't want the real live-action one. I want the cartoon. The anime. The anime, yes. Yep. It says, new anime series, The One Piece Starts Fresh Journey. The One Piece Fresh Journey? Netflix today, this is December of last year, announced that the manga One Piece is getting a new anime adaptation starting from the iconic East Blue Saga. Oh, no, that's that would be a different... Yeah, titled The One Piece, the anime series will be produced by Wit Studio. Currently in production, The One Piece will be streamed worldwide exclusively on Netflix. Nope, that's, that's, like, it's the same thing, but it's like a, a different retelling of it, which may be better than One Piece, because, like, they did that with Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Because the anime and the manga are being developed at the same time, the anime sometimes gets further ahead than the manga, and so they have to come up with, like, film arcs or deviate the story a little bit and then the story's permanently deviated for a while and it can it can get really bad um so sometimes they go back and they're like we're gonna redo this and it's it's fresh animation it's a rewrite of the the anime so that might be what this is doing hmm. well we'll have to <clears throat> you know he's asking me about devil fruit and i'm just like bah. <laughs> dad what's a devil fruit <laughs> I've heard of the devil's lettuce, but that's that's completely different. So the devil fruit is the thing that Luffy yeah. So ate no, I've I've started. One. Yeah, no, I've gone through. <laughs> I've okay, started, I've started to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, it it made him bendy and stretchy, but he can't swim. Yes, but there's different devil fruits with different powers, and the yeah. The, yep. Welcome to shonen anime, Andy. <sighs> I don't know to say if I want to say thanks or not. Just wait until he finds out about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, Bleach, <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what he's Gundam. Saying. Oh man, giant robots. 
how how quickly will your son absorb giant robots? Yeah, no, I don't actually know because he's been. You know, <laughs> well, no. Laura, Laura added on to that comment of giant robots because it's not just giant robots. Gundam is giant robots in space. He's not really into the the space stuff anymore, though. Well, that's good. Might be for the better because they aren't accurate to space. No, no, they're not. Most, <laughs> most things in media involving space are not is, accurate to is space. Not accurate to space. Yep. No, he's just Minecraft and that sort of Roblox. I think it's the next thing that he's really going to be going to be asking for. But we'll, I don't know. I'll watch this first episode of the One Piece anime and see if he's interested in that or not. Good luck. It is. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You should talk to Brendan. He was he was big into One Piece. Well, we'll see. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, he's most even just you know even Pokemon. <clears throat> Try getting him into the Pokemon anime, and he still he wasn't into that all that much. Yeah, Pokemon anime wasn't that good. Certainly not at the beginning. No, definitely not. I'm like, God, I forgot about how awkward this all was at the beginning. Yep. It still was kind of cool, though, where, like, you know, the very fir- end of the first episode, the, um, which which of the epic birds showed up at the end of the first episode? What? At the end of the first episode of the Pokemon anime, one of the epic birds, yeah. one of the legendary birds. Okay. Showed up. And it was one at he the, had actually caught. One? Yeah. I don't remember which bird it was, but it was one of the three. Moltres, Articuno, or Zapdos? Yeah. Was it red, blue, or yellow? Well, it was sparkly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that was it was kind of neat to be like, oh, yeah, no, that bird? Yeah, you have that bird. He's like, whoa. Then, of course, you know, loves his Pikachu because he's a small yep. child and every, every child just has, you know, the genes. It's engineered. To, it's, it's designed to be loved <laughs> by small children. Right. Wow. That was a bit of a rabbit hole. Yep. <laughs> I believe you have a review. Yes. Yes, let's get out of this rabbit hole as much as possible. So I'm going to review a Stanley that is not pink. Just going to preface that now. What is with this company? I have seen this so much popping up in various feeds of mine. What, the pink Stanley? Just Stanley in general. Not specifically pink, but just Stanley in general. Well, Stanley's been around forever. 1913. They just... Okay, so why are they all of a sudden all over my feeds? Well, mainly, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm getting a bunch of, like, Stanley versus Nalgene. Well, it was like, you know, Stanley and Yeti. Well, Yeti was a big thing for a bit, and now Stanley's the next one up. Okay. But mine, this was, I I had, you know, so I am, I, I, I'm, ten, I'm a remote worker, but <clears throat> I have to travel to the places that I'm working, right? Yeah which some of these are not um, in civilization. <laughs> like, there's there's some that are next to the Amish. The, you know, transmitter sites are not picked for their, you know, well, they're picked for their location, but it's no consideration is for anything else. So these some of these places are just out of the way, even, you know, even if I'm traveling to uh, police stations and everything, sometimes I'm, you know, on the road for hours. And, um... I drink coffee. And so I've been, you know, trying to figure out <clears throat> rather than drinking energy drinks and other sorts of things like, you know, I've I've used coffee to um cut down on my Mountain Dew consumption. But coffee is only really good when it's hot. 
So uh, I need to I mean disagree. Well, I I'm going to going to pause you there for a sec, Andy. Coffee is good when it's not hot, too. It's yes, but I enjoy it better when it is hot. You you don't like iced coffee? Well, no, the, the problem with iced coffee is you have to have some sort of like milk or something in there. You almost have to go for like an iced latte sort of feel. Again, the hard disagree, but okay. Yes, I know. This is my personal preference is yeah, a hot black coffee. But, you know, I was trying to figure out, okay, what, you know, what can I do to store this, the coffee in there? And <clears throat> no joke, a large majority of the other people that I work with all had Stanley thermoses from various times long ago that they were still using that they were still using and i'm like well shit i gotta get me one of these so i got the one liter wide mouth stanley classic vacuum insulated bottle stainless steel and i have been using that one in my truck i i'm not gentle with it and this thing is still just looks like it's pristine. And today, as I said, I did not sleep well last night. So I brewed myself a liter of coffee this morning. And as soon as I was done, you know, brewing the coffee, I poured it into this thermos and I sealed it up. And my coffee was still hot at uh, when I was having dinner at 630 in the evening, more almost almost uh, 12 hours, just, you know, right out of the pot into this thermos, just sitting on my counter and it's just been it's been good it's got the wide mouth the cap is also a cup if i ever you know need it like that the uh stopper i thought this was pretty cool i'm not sure if other thermoses have this or not but the stopper's got like a little twist thing so if i just turn it like one rotation or two rotations it actually gives Mm -hmm. two channels for pouring Mm -hmm. so one's the vent and one's the pour there and it just I've had and no spillage. Yep. <laughs> and then I just, you know, one, you know, one or two quick turns, it seals right back up again and I'm off to the races again. So it's yep. How much does it hold? I got the one liter one. One liter? Yes. Pretty serious. Yes. And I there have been days where I've used that whole liter, but I'd rather have more and then just dump out what I don't use than to run dry. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, you know, if I'm doing just a drip coffee maker, it's not that hard to just, you know, I've got everything measured out for my coffee scoop and where I need to, you know, line up on my, my <laughs> carif. Yep. Is microwavable? No. Is oven safe? No. Dent resistant body? No. Stackable design? No. <laughs> Copper lined? No. Uh, lid locking? No. Shatterproof? No. I guess if you hit stainless steel hard enough. <laughs> dent resistant what do you mean that that thing oh no i i bet you if i had one for a week it would have some dents well i haven't i haven't found it on mine have you dropped it onto the pavement yet uh yes yes i have that that speaks well to it yep there was one times i had it it rolled off my passenger seat onto the floorboard and it turns out it was next to the door and and so it just kind of whooped right out out So how how accurate is this, like, stays hot for 24 hours, cold for 24 hours, or iced for five days? Well, I haven't tried it with the iced thing, but I can tell you that, like I said, my, the coffee that I was drinking at 6.30 that I had brewed this morning at 7.30 was still hot. It was still a nice hot cup of coffee, just sitting there, not doing anything, poured into a room temperature thermos 
almost 12 hours ago and it was perfectly fine. So I, if, if you want, I could try and brew some coffee and then just leave it in there for 24 hours and see how hot it still is. I mean, you don't even need to brew coffee and you could just pour, pour hot water, water, water into yeah. it. And then come back a day later and check it. No, that's true. I could do that. For what I need for it, this thing works out like a charm. So, yeah. Comes in one color, green, as they always have. None of this TikTok bandwagon crap. (laughs) You sound so bitter about that. (laughs) Because people are buying these things and then, you know... It's 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 not built for a fad. I didn't buy this one for a fad. I bought this because it works. Right, but... Are you begrudging the people who do buy it for a fad and still get a good product? Well, yes, if it if they buy it and then, you know, six months later they buy a Yeti. Or maybe they already have a Yeti that Andy, they're not do you know using. how many water bottles we have downstairs? Oh, gosh. You are no. treading on thin ice, sir. Oh, oh don't, don't make me open up the, uh, <laughs> the mug cabinet. Don't make me open up the cabinet above the microwave and the backhaul closet. I'm actually looking at, because we, we always get, um, uh, when we go to zoos, you know, I always like supporting the zoos. So we, you know, we have kids, so we'll normally actually like buy food at the zoo. Most of the time they all come with now like collectible, collectible mugs because they don't want to have like the paper and plastic mugs and everything. Um, so I got a whole bunch of different zoo mugs. So I'm actually going to get a little shelf, probably put it up in the kitchen, up in the, the soffit area. And then so we could have all those <coughs> mugs lined up. So then once that happens, we'll see exactly how many mugs we have. Cause we probably have a lot. Nice. So yes, no, this Stanley $35 works amazing in my opinion. Cool. So there we go. All right. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Can you still sing your high school fight song? So there's a problem with this question, which is it makes a presumption that I could ever sing the high school fight song. I'm doing the drum part on my leg. Still know that. Ah, that's what that is. Okay. You, I bet you anything, if we ask Bry, he might still know if he's... Because he did it on the quince. Mm-hmm. He might know that one better. Uh, did we have a fight song? Yes, we did have a fight song. Okay. I wasn't in marching band. Oh, yeah. No, we had... I had friends who were in marching band. I went to the games to support them. I don't remember our fight song. That sounds vaguely familiar. The blue and gold to the sky. With love and loyalty Now as we Cheer our team to Fame and victory We're gonna fight, fight, fight For Selene High Because our fighting spirits never die So And give a browsing Rah, rah, rah So I'd say I'm at probably, I'm I'm probably at a good seventy percent. Yep. I'd say I'm I'm saying I'm at a seventy percent. Yeah. No, I could I can hum the tune. I could hum the whole tune. I can play the drum part still, the snare drum part. Um, but the actual words, most of the time, I was too concerned about keeping up with whoever was in whatever drum major was, you know, given the tempo and trying to make sure yeah. that I, you know. Do the drum part, but the actual fight song. St- yeah, I'm 
give myself a 70 percent i i'm i got like the first five words and that's it that's all i could do when i was in high school it's all i can do now well, well there are youtube videos of the alumni singing it but i'm not gonna cool. do that right I'm now i'm not gonna go watch them nope <laughs> not gonna do that either do not care nope all right well there's a there's an episode yep that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.